other two batters. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll give you, I'll give you five, I'll give you five innings pitch. You gotta cut me. They're bringing out like a corner man and like in a small belt, bald Italian man to rub Vaseline on his hand. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the ump throws him out for having a bad substance on his hand. He's like, no, that's just a fucking bandaid and some and some uh, sutures. Dude, are you even an NLB pitcher if you're not a meme? I think you've got to do something, right? Like you've got to have some kind of, we, we've talked about this before, like a brand yeah, as a, a pitcher, stick. you know, you've got uh, Craig yeah. Kimbrell doing the T pose every time he uh, is getting ready to throw a pitch and doing like the crane, the crane pose. Yeah, Trevor like Bauer that. is outspoken on Twitter. Clayton Kershaw can't get it done in the playoffs. You know, everybody's got their brand. Yeah. Everyone's got their thing. Jake Arietta does yoga and definitely not steroids. Definitely not. No. Have you seen his ass in the body issue? No pin marks in there. Kyle Hendricks does your taxes and he pitches. (laughs) Welcome to a Midwest podcast where we marvel at the absolute beauty of Jake Arietta's what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to get the, the open, right. I'm telling toilet to go one and then I go two. Welcome to Midwest Podcast, where we marvel at Jake Arietta's body. My name is Luke. My name is Toilet. And I'm Sack Flush. Episode 30, boys. We are nailing the intro. We are nailing <laughs> Somehow it. we're getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like that might be the worst one yet. I had a false start on it because I thought I, you were saying that you wanted to do the intro. I, th- I, think, I think what we need to do is our intro needs to be our pitcher's shtick. We just never nail the intro ever. Yeah, yeah. That's our, do. that's our, that's our shtick. We don't do the uh, Robert Mays. Welcome. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like podcast. Like Bob Barker's got the skinny microphone. Mm. Bill Simmons has poorly timed Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Uh, cues. We're just gonna never be able to get the intro right. Yeah. When we do, when Luke does the minute by minute breakdown, it just goes introduction from like the first 30 seconds until like four <laughs> minutes into the podcast. No, it, it, no, it goes through the first, yeah, first 30 seconds uh, after Portishead up until uh, the last like 20 minutes of the pod. Just straight riffing. The boys yeah. be riffing. Boys so- be riffing. I, I was really struggling today because like I didn't have a lot of topics of things to talk about. Um, and I was like trying to think of like, okay, what can I bring? What can I bring to the boys today? And by divine intervention, uh, Maddie and I were watching our usual dinner time fair, uh, which is family feud. On, I fucking love uh, family feud. That's what I watch uh, at dinner time too. On my 50 Chicago, we have two hours of family feud every day what? on weekdays, Monday through Friday. I have it automatically set up on YouTube TV, records and, every single episode. I have like a ridiculous library of family and feud episodes. Toilet, you've got it too. It's channel eight. You've got it over the air. You don't even Ooh. need YouTube TV. You can just Ooh. tune in every single weekday on uh from like 5 p.m to 7 p.m four episodes steve harvey if you watch enough times you get the same families like sequential days in a row so you can follow Uh, their spiritual journey too you can see the people who coordinated outfits surprisingly one and then they have to repeat their coordinated outfits faux pas am i right folks? wait what no way they don't actually do that do they yeah dude 
What? You can't <laughs> splurge after you win, you know, after you win money, you can't just go out to Van Heusen and splurge on the, you know, shirt tie combo pack for 15 yeah, pounds? Go go to the Coles located in North Atlanta. Yeah, I, I don't think that they have Georgia. Time. I think they're probably doing like six or seven of them at a time. They're so I don't know how many people day. have like multiple suits on well, deck for Family Feud, uh, other well, than the, Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve, Steve, Steve always he changes. Even if the other families don't, he'll come out and do the next show in a new suit. That's like the Welcome. reverse Michael Jordan. You got to—they only packed one suit for Game Six. You got to pack like fifteen Van Heusens on deck. Keep them in the box in case you lose them. You can just go return and get those cold cash back. What What I would do is I would just try and get a team, <laughs> try and get a team of like the same body sized people, and then we just switch our jackets after each uh, round. Ooh, that's a good one. It's actually yeah. even funnier if it's like a team of like much differently sized people and exactly. the, the largest person wears like a very obviously colored jacket. Like they don't pick Navy or gray or anything. Theirs is like pink. So fielder on on the third game, you got somebody <laughs> yes. in a size like 52 chest, huge jacket, looking like David Byrne out there. Yeah, I, I, I'd just be wearing toilet suit looking like Dabo Swinney from the NFL draft. Oh my God, those pants <laughs> so bad. It was nothing but folds. Should we should we talk about that? No, about wait. I've suit? got a I've got a little I've got a little thing about Family Feud here before we move okay, on to keep going. I know that we're like you know on the razor's edge. We're we've been edging towards this draft for so long, but but, but give me a little bit here. So so on uh, Family Feud today, it was the final round, so to speak. And, you know, it's impossible to, it's basically impossible to blow out someone on Family Feud. So basically it almost always comes down to the last round. Um, the clue is name a word that has pod in it. So the first person Ooh. goes up and is like, boom, AirPods. Ah, <laughs> No, no That's to two words. That's two huh. words. Next person. Next person. <laughs> boom. iPod. iPod is on the board. They're gonna play. So Wait, iPod? was that was what that year number was one? This filmed? Uh it's like 2014. I think this is like a run from like 2012 to 2019. Can okay. you you can you can tell you can tell when you've watched enough episodes that you're watching a pre-COVID versus a post-COVID episode because they oh. still they still have the audience in, but they've moved the they've moved the uh um oh gosh the uh, the 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 buzzers far enough away from each other to be socially mm. distanced. Got it. Interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. So they go up to the they go up to the guy in the four hole. Like this is the guy who you need like a clutch answer from. And he's like there with like obviously he's obviously the brother-in-law there with his wife's family. And it's like, okay, brother, it's time for you to come up big. And he goes, Dolphin Pod. Oh wow. That is uh harking back to our last episode where we're talking about uh, stepbrother or not stepbrother brother-in-law uh, brother-in-law yeah, yeah brother-in-law this, this culture confirms your uh mark sinclair hatred that is a good callback exactly so this guy goes dolphin pod you're out of the family you're out yeah don't you're out person, of the family. go to the person in the fifth slot heart of the lineup they say camera pod and you're thinking oh you're so close but that's never been a word nobody's ever called it that but no i know what there. you're thinking of but that's still a dumb answer. You've had some time to think about this now. You've already had the guy say dolphin pod, which is two words and not one word, um, let alone camera pod. 
so the yes what are steve's reactions like right now is he doing the thing where he's clearly blatantly making fun of them no because i think it's like the last round and he's like trying to move it along a little bit ah, faster okay. Build some tension and yeah. it's and he's like okay yeah camera pod camera pod that's something that that totally is always existed second strike uh, the person in the first slot is able to clean it up with tripod, which was the word um, that she was okay. Uh, okay. looking for. Camera pod. Um, the, okay, so we've got two strikes. Other family can steal and win the game. Um, the the uh, person in the two slot comes up with just an absolute banger for like a response to the clue. Uh, name a word that has pod in it. A word that has pod in it. She goes, my squad pod. You know, squad I'm just sitting pod. here chilling my squad pod. This is a squad uh, pod. Yeah, it's a squatty potty. That's <laughs> immediately what I thought that she was referring to. Ah, I got so, it. Squad pod was not on the board. Um, other family can steal. Toilet. What do you choose? A word P- with pod in it. Pea pod. Pea pod was there. What was the number one answer? Podcast. Podcast. Yes. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think I would be, I would be pretty bad on Family Feud because if like somebody in my family gave that answer of Squad Pod, I wouldn't be able to go like do the fake, you know, good answer, good answer, like try to like build them up. I'd look at them and be like, "The fuck is that?" (laughs) Like I'd be the first person bleeped out on. family feud but actually i guess it happens every couple of episodes but oh yeah i actually have to like blur my mouth while i like scream at my sister for saying that triple x family feud i mean one out of every three answers on family feud is penis it it is included in like every puzzle like name something about a man's penis And they have Steve, got... Steve does the thing where he does the fake fall down on the podium and like the audience is just like losing their fucking shit. Does uh, Family Feud lead the world in euphemisms for sex and penis? Oh, yeah, for That's sure. Good, dude. Yeah. The last one I saw, I think, was like uh, for penis. They put baloney pony up there. Ah, I like that. <laughs> I would love that would be a great job for me to come up with different euphemisms for penis and sexual intercourse. Uh, another like recurring theme in um, Family Feud is that like Santa is always portrayed as like a very horny person. Yes. <laughs> like Santa is always cheating. Like he's getting drunk at Christmas parties. He's always like fucking with the elves and stuff. Like once you like notice it, you'll see it like come up again and again. Someone was like clearly traumatized by their father who played Santa and is now like projecting into their family feud questions. Luke, I have a question for you. What we, if we surveyed a hundred single women of the Northwest suburbs, what is the last thing Mrs. Claus wants to see inside Santa's sleigh? Oh, used condoms. <laughs> yes, we... I know that you've been watching it because I saw that one too. <laughs> Can I try to complete the puzzle? Yes. Did we? Okay, so we've got tripod, we've yeah. got peapod, we've got podcast, we've got iPod. That's if it's it. the last episode. Top, if it's the it? last one, yeah. they only do four, and it's worth three times. So basically, if you haven't scored, if you're a team and you're getting totally shut shut out and you win that, then it usually gives you enough points to go to sudden death where the fifth player 
uh, the, the person, excuse me, as Luke said, the person, person in the five hole goes up and they do a sudden death, uh, one answer only. Yeah. I, I so, watch a lot of family feud and they've so, also relaxed in COVID. They've relaxed the, the rules a lot for, um, fast money too. You don't have to get the 200. No, nah, I mean, you know, you still get 200, but you don't have 20 seconds. You have more like 23 seconds. Okay. So, um, what are you going to go you guys for? Clearly watch a lot more family feud than I do. Um, which I respect. Um, I, I honestly, toilet ever since Katie and I moved out of the Wrightwood place, that's been dinner theater probably for the last four years or so. Not all the you, time, but the probably about 50% of dinner theater is that. Do you think you enjoy that more because you feel a lot smarter than other people when watching it? Because I feel like generally family feud people are not very intelligent. They're of average intelligence to below average. Well, you also have to put yourself in the mind of an averagely intelligent person because you're like trying to guess survey results, which is why penis is always up there. Yeah. Like you, even if you're a smart person, you got to think like a dumb person. That's a good point. It's like it's like an author. It's not going to be like Rousseau. It's going to be J.K. Rowling and like Tom, Tom Clancy. Clancy. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I think we talked about this. I think I brought this up in one of our episodes. I'm just going to say it was episode eight, but it probably wasn't. We talked about uh, what game show do you think you could be dropped in right now and be dominant? Uh, I could get dropped into Family Feud right now and be dominant. Like Luke okay. could get dropped into Jeopardy and, you know, Clean rub up. his penis all over Aaron Rodgers' face, smug yes. face. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. This is a different kind of Jeopardy. In a sensual way or like an aggressive way? Uh, uh, an aggressive way aggressively sensual <laughs> yeah sensually ag- aggressive an aggressive double jeopardy way got it okay <laughs> i'll show you my double jeopardies uh, um, that's on like, the table the biggest thing that you have to like try and avoid is brain lockup like if you think about yeah. it too much you have to just like be able to free associate on the spot under pressure and i, I feel like it's definitely uh, it's way easier to do at home thing than it is to do it up on the stage. On the oh, spot. sure. Um, Luke, the way you presented it, you made me think that the person in the four spot or the cleanup hitter is typically your weakest player. Is there a reason for that? Are there any statistics or analytics no. behind that? Zach saying five. But a person in the five, because they usually don't get brought up to answer a question to like start off. You know, they, they usually don't get brought up for that. But you also have to have a pretty decent person in the five hole now that I think about it, because if you get to sudden death, you can't have your weakest person in there. So you need someone who doesn't have very good reaction, but they've got maybe the most creative spot is number five. Yeah, I assume that is so yeah. easy. Sudden death is a question that has one answer. It's like name uh, uh, ingredient PB and J that's not peanut butter or bread. <laughs> <laughs> Banana. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, I love that you guys have these uh, romantic dinner dates with your partners. I am a psychopath. And yesterday I ate dinner without the television on. Does that make me a weirdo? I felt very weird not watching TV. I, I, ate, dinner, I ate dinner today without the television on. No, so the wife. no iPad? Uh, yeah, no iPad. I think I was, I think I was listening to, to a podcast. Um, you were listening to but, last week's episode, of course. I already listened to last week's episode. I think I was listening to Ghost the Numbers. I think as you can bleep this out, but I think I was listening to Cowherd. Oh, oh no. Ew. I told you, you know, you know I've been a you know I've been a cow turd, Stan. Cow turd. 
No cow turd. All right, we don't defame any of our friends, but we've got a friend who listens to the Joe Rogan podcast. Do we need a? Do we need an intervention for them? <laughs> no. That's you like Alec Jones. Right, Alec sh- Jones light. Sh- sh- we're never gonna get the Spotify money if we bash Joe Rogan and Bill uh, Simmons. Okay. I don't know if we want their money. We're we're SoundCloud guys. I'll take I'll take that money. Yeah. Spotify, Spotify money. money. If they're sure. they're cutting checks. Let, Who's let's, Spotify's let's competitor? Who who Earwolf? iHeart. iHeart. Uh, Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in terms of the pod game, it's iHeart, Spotify, and, the, and like Pandora. NPR. Oh, we would be perfect fit for NPR. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, totally. Worst podcast where we discuss the merits of Family Feud answers. Later today, we'll be right back. We're sponsored by Mailchimp, and we are sponsored by Zillow. You guys listened to This American Life recently? No, not recently, but I I still subscribe. It was like one of the first podcasts I got into. And then like, eventually I was just like, this kind of is contrived. But you also, if you listen to it long enough, they start repeating episodes. Yeah, that's true. I, I've definitely picked up on it. I, I started listening to it in like 2015 or something. You could definitely tell. I mean, it's been six years later. And they've for sure been recycling episodes. Uh, I'm out of glass. I used to be able to do Ira Glass too. It's so hard for me to do impressions with these headphones on too because I can't hear myself. I'm WBEZ Chicago. This is This American Life. I'm Ira Glass. Stay tuned. Sponsored by <laughs> Public Radio. Sponsored by Lagunitas. Ooh, I like do that. Do they get Lagunitas money? They used to. They used to get Lagunitas money. Mm, local. Mail came. <laughs> yeah, I that was toilet. Did you ever listen to Serial? Uh, no. Okay, so there was a uh, an ad read for Mailchimp before, and this is when I knew that Luke and I were kind of in the weeds on podcasts, like a long time ago. When I had dropped I, a by mail, listening to like the most popular podcast, I dropped of- a, I dropped a Mailchimp uh, line, and he said it like right back to me without missing a beat. <laughs> Mailchimp. When you start making jokes about the advertisements on commonly listened to podcasts, you know you're in too deep. That's true. All right. Do we do we wanna do we wanna, you know, get over the hump here? Do we wanna talk about it? The the big story of the week. The Bears yeah. traded up for a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. Bears we didn't want that third round in the sixth anyway. round. An absolute mauler, an absolute savage. I'm so effing pumped. I am a little confused about the Charles Leno cutting. Obviously, he's not my favorite player. I've trashed him on this podcast a lot. I don't know who they're intending on starting at that other tackle spot. I don't know if it's going to be Effetti or oh, if no. they think Sir Arlington Hambright. He's, a, he's listed as guard on the depth chart. He is? Okay. Um, you know, he's a kind of guy you can plug in, you know, like a good O-line depth. That's that's our ham boy. That's I, our, I ham, our ham child. <laughs> Alex, ham. Alex, I got bars. Our bright and shining ham. <laughs> oh, if you go to ESPN Chicago Bears depth chart, Andy Dalton, ADQB1. Yes, sir. Okay, are we just going to lean into being an Andy Dalton podcast? <laughs> Yeah, um, as I suspected, Jenkins, left tackle, Effetti, right tackle, 
Bars at right guard, Daniels at left guard, Whitehair at center. Mustafer Jones backing Must- up. I like, I like Jones, Mustafer Jones. I think he's solid too. Bones. So I think that uh, I, I just don't know. What do you what do you do? What do you do with him? Do you, do you think they move? Do you think they try and move Daniels to the outside? Um, because I don't know. Bar Bars is definitely. I think Bars is interior. Mustafer is a center. Whitehair definitely can't play tackle. They've feel like they've tried that before oh, it feels like we're kind of burying the lead here <laughs> uh, no, no, exactly. i don't think is... i don't think jenkins is going to play left tackle right away that's a pretty tall order um i don't know i mean i think that it's going to be a learning curve no matter what side of the ball he's on but i think that uh... <laughs> i hope he's on defense yeah, yeah true. <laughs> they just drafted um, him to move him to defensive tackle i mean no, nose no, guard we will get eddie goldman back which will be exciting but yeah, eddie goldman's gonna play both ways now when we were clicking at the end of last year uh the only sub would have been leno at tackle so now we've got jenkins at tackle and we saved a little bit of money to you know a little God, bit now we have enough money to, to pay dalton fields and Foles. wow a lot a lot bit um I think they saved about nine million in cap space, so I don't know if that is going to have to be cap space designated for the draftees, because mm. I think they still. Because I don't know if that number that they said, like basically going into the draft, the Bears had less than half a million dollars of cap space, which is like in fucking I, I think they, sane. I think they're in still there sane. too. With, in with fucking sane when you look at when you look at like the 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 roster i mean if you if you told me the buccaneers were half a million dollars under the ro- under the salary cap i'd say oh that makes sense but not the bears i mean they have so many bad fucking contracts on the on the books i don't get it but that's that's nerdy salary cap talk i think i i think i mean i i guess they're probably going to put they're probably going to try and put jenkins in at left tackle right didn't they sign some dude to this offseason from the broncos help me Offensive out toilet wise yeah, if you're looking at the – it'll be a name you don't recognize if you're looking at the depth chart. Um, Elijah Wilkinson or Latavius Simmons? Uh, he Simmons was drafted last year. It's Elijah Wilkinson. Apparently, he's not a fan favorite of the Broncos, and so they're happy to get rid of him. Hmm. Well, they didn't like their other tackle either, and they kind of ran him. Oh, uh, Garrett Bowles. Yeah. He, he was the one who got destroyed by Khalil Mack in the Eddie Pinheiro game. Well, who wouldn't be? Eddie Pinheiro game. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. So many jerseys sold in the greater Chicagoland area. So they amazing. I saw something in Twitter where I this is terrible radio, but they there was a rule change inspired by that game that the Bears uh because you remember that was that was a game where Flacco Flacco brought them back at the end and then he hit I think Emmanuel Sanders in the end zone for a touchdown. Mm. Then they had to go for then they went for the extra point they went for the extra point i think or no they went for two missed it or got a false start then they went for the uh extra point kyle fuller your favorite jumped off sides while the kicker missed the extra point so Mm. then they were able to go for two again so like i think there is a rule change about what you can and can't can and can't do on those three like on a sequential play pattern like that on the point after attempt Hmm. But the yeah. Eddie Pinero game. There Eddie Pinero game. That- I'm uh, I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking at the depth chart, and it's May, and there's optimism. Are you mocking me right now, Zach? No, no, no. I'm just going with the pinky up. <laughs> Is that me being <laughs> like <laughs> you drinking your uh, whiskey with the pinky up? Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to be fancy and give the. Oh, <laughs> sorry. 
Sorry, continue toilet. Um, so the uh twenty twenty. Are you making fun of me by lap? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, continue toilet. The twenty twenty one season schedule has not been dropped yet. That is as soon as that drops, I feel like over under twenty minutes before we figure out how many games Andy Dalton will start before we see Justin Fields take the Justin Field. Oh yeah, it'll be just, just in, in time. time. But. Oh wow! Oh my that gosh! We're we're like we are locked in today, guys. We Same are brain. locked in. How, how awesome is it in toilet? I think you've made this joke before when we were talking about Aldi. You're calling it the Aldis. The Aldis. Right? How all, all of a sudden there's an S at the end of it, though it's just called Aldi. Ooh. I love how I love how now like I know my dad has dropped this before, calling it Soldier Fields. Mm. adding an mm. s that doesn't need to be there but now mm. you know soldier fields yeah. i like yeah. i like <laughs> i like it chef's kiss it meant to be absolutely meant to be i have not ordered my jersey yet but i will toot my own horn saying that i did pick justin field the bears to pick justin fields at plus a thousand plus what one thousand yeah that's right yeah wow that was fun happy for you they could have could have sprinkled that on the pod last week, but you know chose not to cut chose to cut that did, to yourself. I think I, think I did talk a, about. I it. think there's a pod like two weeks, two or three weeks ago, where I came on and said I talked myself into Justin Fields, and I oh, said I'd love I'd love a trade up, but I was talking more like a like a San Francisco 49ers trade up. Mm, okay. But you know it's fine. The Giants will get pick number thirty two next year from the Bears. Um, yes, that's true. <laughs> Um, my last thought on the Chicago Bears is the Robert Quinn contract is I don't like, don't even I don't even want to talk it. It's it, so bad. It is it's so bad. Like Ryan Pace is getting all this praise for trading up for a dynamic quarterback and trading up for a value pick at tackle. But I feel like the spray chart, it, there's not a lot of stuff in the middle. There's like huge swings and some hits and some huge swings and some definite misses. The dude is a gunslinger when it comes to the GM position. He doesn't do the Belichick, stay the course, do your job, draft best available, trade back if you don't like somebody. He is just taking cuts. And, you know, we used to mock, you know, old GMs for not doing these things. So I guess we kind of live with you know what we asked for the bears front office is the guy who's like yeah i drive better when i'm drunk and then just oh my like God. hits the road so i true. i think the so i'm looking at it on spot track and there's a potential out after 2022 oh. but it's still like a which is this upcoming are there, or, uh, no it's not that would no, be next year fam that's 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 next year um mm. oh boy that is, that uh, is nine so point, tough 9.3 million uh dead cap hit. Ooh, love how's your how's your dead cap? Dead is the operative. What operative. what I think they what I think they would end up doing is they'd probably renegotiate it, push a bunch, like give them even more. Well, I don't even well they gave front them all loaded this year. Maybe that's well, the, it's basically all front all front loaded. I mean, that's what they did to Kyle Long, the restructure. Ugh. RIP. Well, Rip. I was seeing orange boys. Optimism. I, uh, what's the optimism level? Uh, oh, it's off the fucking charts for me. Okay. You want to hear some like absolute crazy synergy? Mm. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so Jerry Garcia's last concert was at Soldier, Soldier Field. Field. Yes. Justin Fields, the first time he goes to Soldier Field, what is he wearing? The dancing Grateful bear Dead cap. Oh, let's go. And that's not the first time he's been spotted in Grateful Dead merchandise. Are we 
going to experience our first deadhead quarterback on the Bears? Many people are asking. <laughs> not a drug guy. You think Jim McMahon wasn't a deadhead? I don't Jim think Jim McMahon he was. was definitely not a deadhead. He was more mm. like a deaf leopard head. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you know, Ruse. the the Bears did dance the Super Bowl shuffle too, Luke. Hoy, hoy, hoy. Many um, moons ago. Many moons ago. The dance, well, I guess the dancing bear reference just went over your head. No, I got it. Okay, thank you. I, I got it. You know, it's fun. It, it, you know, works it's fun on so many to, Yeah, when you have to explain jokes, it makes hey, me so much better. If you, you were, if, if any of our listeners are confused about it, Google dancing bear to find out more about like what exactly a dancing bear could possibly mean. <laughs> you know who should definitely not be on the roster anymore is Javon Wims. Can we just... Go oh. to his house and flash his Achilles tendon and make him. Not- oh, this oh, is this toilet. is where toilet threatens. There's, this is where this is where it gets fun. dark. This, this is, is a Bill Swirsky's super fan hour now. Okay, well I'm not allowed to hate Charles Leno anymore because he's not on the team. So I think my least favorite bear is now Javon Wims. And you can't hate Kyle Fuller anymore. Yeah, my two least favorite players are not on the team. There's some strong toilet synergy happening right there. Who's who's like the like most obscure player you could hate besides Javon Wims? I mean, we we have we have reason to do that, but who's like the most obscure bear that you could hate? Like, if you all of a sudden just became like a huge like Pat O'Donnell hater. Oh, I can't. I would never hate on third like or like Pat, Patrick Scales. Probably Robert Quinn. You know, <laughs> Haha, ha, Clinton but... Dix, just because he was on the Packers before. Yeah. <laughs> um. Adrian Amos for being on the Packers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're not a fan of Eddie Jackson. It's okay. I, that, oh, yeah. Eddie Jackson is on the list. Robert wow. Quinn's on the list. And uh, imagine hating an all pro I, safety. I, I could come back <laughs> on Eddie me. Jackson. Eddie Jackson, you know, we're like kind of a divorced couple that's trying to have a kid to make it work. That's a, a married couple. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's Skip and his wife, and they're married, but they sleep Ernestine. in different beds. Ernestine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're married, sleeping in different beds, but yeah. you're like, oh, but if he, you, if you, he comes you home with with some jewelry, like maybe I could forgive him, and maybe yeah. like we can start to patch things up. You might say to other people, you enjoy the comfort of having your own bed, but like we really know the reason why. Yeah, we're in that Long Grove nine million dollar house, and we all have our different wings of the home. But maybe you know, if I'm making dinner, maybe I'll make a little extra, and you know, text him like, hey, there's some extra, you know. <laughs> On the, on the table if you want to come get some. God, that's so bleak. <laughs> I got you a McChicken, but just a McChicken. Just a McChicken. Not even prized. <laughs> and uh, it's Luke, like, well, I guess that was like kind of thoughtful, but also like kind of the meanest thing that you could do to me at this point. Uh, Luke, was your Dr. Fields good? Uh label here related to our sweet yeah that's that's, let's literally just talk about justin fields the best quarterback in the draft by the way head to head head to head better than trevor lawrence for sure uh do i get a little vindication for that one time when i said in the in the group chat that i wasn't as impressed with trevor lawrence and then i got dragged um oh i do remember that um, yeah. I'm wondering so how you feel impressed. about Mac Jones on the Patriots now. Stop Will you it. be drafting him on your fantasy team? Are you going to be buying a jersey? <laughs> Speaking of McDonald's, folks, Big Mac is on the Patriots. <laughs> I guess it's really more like Duncan. He's like a like a cruller, big cruller. Can we call him that? <laughs> big Michael. Do, do you know what his real name is? His Mackenzie. Name. No, it's 
two DUI. Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones. McCorkle? Can you spell that for us, please? Oh my gosh. M C C O R K L E. McCorkle. Sounds like the Dutch word for butthole. Ooh, sexy. I had to go to the hospital because I had a hemorrhoid on McCorkle. Don't touch me, Corkle. <laughs> oh my God, he's from Jacksonville too. Oh, that's not surprising. I saw like there's a photo of him <laughs> circulating on Twitter, and it's like the photo of him smoking the cigar after the national oh championship game. Yes, but somebody like. <laughs> Photoshopped his nipples to be even bigger. There. Nice. Was it Ken Jack? I think it was Ken. I think it was Ken Jack. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh. Awareness for large nippled people. I wonder if it's because like I was a fat kid and that made me have large nipples. I think that's what that's a sign of. If you were a fat kid, you have large nipples. You just never. It like like if you're a fat kid, you get fat nipples. You don't really see a fat kid with small nipples, you know? You guys get uh, nipple rocks when you were kids? What's that? It's like a it's like a thing when you're going through puberty where it's like a rock that forms like directly under your nipple. It's weird. Like pimples? No, it's it feels like a stone. Do you know what I'm no. talking about, Zach? Am I alone in this? I think you're alone in this. Oh. Yeah. Zach and I were fat kids. <laughs> I've I've never been accused of being <laughs> I just found I just found the, I just found the nipple photo. Share your screen. Share your screen with our audience. <laughs> laugh into the mic, Zach. Laugh, laugh into, into the, the mic. mic. Laugh into the mic, Zach. We're bringing the energy today. Describe them. They photoshopped it, but they're two different colors. No, (laughs) one of them is like my my nipples look like milk tots. The left one is like dark brown, like the color, the same color of the the end of his unlit cigar. (laughs) Then the other one is kind of just like that skin toned pink color. Nice. Oh my god, he has no body definition at all. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the Patriots can do to him if he like gets in the Patriot way. I mean, I guess like Tom Brady is like the other person who had like a famous pick like that, and he was in it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they are. <laughs> it doesn't help that the belly button too is like. Just a oh, man. Pawn. He's, got deep, he's got a deep ass belly button too. Yeah, he looks like any guy on spring break. <laughs> I know he's got the sleeve tan too. Like, how did how do you get that as a quarterback? I guess in like doing a lot of non contact drills. Yeah, like you you just know if you're a shirt off guy or if you're a not shirt off guy. Like, you should just know you're not a shirt off guy right here. These well, for, for the record, these aren't his real nipples. <laughs> yeah, but even like the the whole point stands that he just doesn't. He's not a shirt off guy. Anyway, uh, oh boy, uh, can we transition away from nipples onto one of your other topics here, Luke? Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. All right, um, choice. 
I, I've, I've got a, a recurring segment, actually. This is a recurring segment going all the way back to, I think, episode three or four. I got a Facebook ad for some stupid merchandise on fanatics.com that I'd like Ooh. to share with you. Okay. Um, this is not from the world of golf. This is, in fact, from the world of baseball. And let's see how I want to do the timing here. Um, Can I ask a precursor? Yeah, sure. What were you doing on Facebook? Were you advertising for a couch you were selling or stocking? <laughs> no, I, I was uh, reading the Logan Square community page, which is also just a great source of entertainment for me. But basically like my neighborhood, like community group that discusses goings on, plays oh, shots or fireworks. What? I Does heard it... that someone drove a car on, to, on the square towards some pedestrians because they were being loud. Did you hear about that? Uh, yeah, I did hear that. That was actually like uh, two blocks away from my house. Uh, that was a hate crime. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, so apparently the guy was like shit-faced and was yelling at people yelled a bunch of anti-Asian slurs. The at guy this, in the car or the guy? The guy in the car. The guy okay. in the car um, was yelling a bunch of slurs at these people, was like generally harassing them, and then like drove around the block and mounted the curb and like tried to ramming attack a group of picnickers um, and was largely unsuccessful because a Yeti cooler got caught under the front of his Chevy Silverado and like stopped the wheels from turning and kept it spinning. Brand stuff. Let's go Yeti saving lives. What a stopping hate crimes. Yeti stopping hate crimes. Yeah. Yeti is a very progressive. Probably can't do that with your Arctic cooler. Can you You knock off Kirkland Kirkland signature one? And they specifically mentioned it like twice, like this Yeti cooler <laughs> saved my life. Was, was it, was it the, was it like the Yeti, like the Yeti 45 that like fits, you know, maybe like 12 beers and like a couple sandwiches it, it, or is it, it, it the Yeti the... 120 that fits like an entire tarpon that you caught? Um, I think it's probably it's like the standard one it's like their classic model it's probably okay. the small one for the purposes of what these people are doing with it it's not like the gigantor one <laughs> it was enough you know, it could stop so, a bear it could stop a when, truck when we get when when we get some serious money from this podcast <sighs> thank you toilet i want to just buy the most like the largest and most obnoxious yeti cooler possible Yes. One, one that's that, impossible like, for one person to move. Oh yeah, it's impossible. Like it, it would be even too hard for two people to move. <laughs> so did this cooler act as judge, jury, and executioner because this person, their truck that just got stuck on a cooler and like the police just came and found them? Uh I mean, like the people in the group like beat the shit out of the guy who like tried yeah. to kill them and like citizens arrested him while the police came. Dude, hell yeah. Shout out to citizens arresting citizens. Um, The picture of him getting arrested is like him and his like face is all bloodied and he's wearing a blue Ed Hardy shirt with a giant tiger on it. Mm. And the passenger was wearing a man was wearing a Victoria's secret pink crew neck sweatshirt. Just an absolutely stylishly dressed uh, bunch. If you're going to commit a hate crime and end up on the news, might as well wear your Sunday best. Okay. This Yeti 350 hard cooler is $1,300. 
what and it's a whopping nineteen thousand cubic inches of capacity in enough space to hold 82.4 gallons like you you can't you probably couldn't lift that with two people like toilet you know I, people forget that you're seven feet tall mm-hmm. and you know two 280 right a muscular yeah. 280 yeah. i don't even think two of you could lift that um now why would they tell you the gallons why don't they tell you like the number of beers because that's what I, i'm putting in the cooler let me let me look let me look down and see if i can get some well they used to they used to do that but i don't know maybe this one's too big it's like at this point if you're putting beer in here like what are you doing pal there's like, only this- one left in stock too by the way <laughs> I think there's only ever been one. Yeah, because stock. yeah. <laughs> like, what if we made just like a really big one? Like, Bill, oh. your job is riding on this. If we sell it, you're in. If we don't, you're fired. <laughs> okay, okay. Toilet at a two to one ice to can ratio by volume. How many beers do you think you could fit in this? Okay, can you send me the link? Because I can only find a cooler no. that's eight hundred dollars. No. Which still no, 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 no. I want you to get. I want you to guess. Look, okay, you tell get, me you again. Guess. So using a two to one ice to can ratio by volume, how many cans of beer do you think you can fit in the Yeti 350? Yeti 200 350. Only 440. Light, though. Uh, okay. I would say 96. <laughs> so I guess if you split the difference between the two of you, uh, it's 259. Exactly. But that's if you're using a two to one ratio. That's 316 uh, pounds of ice. If all you were going to do was fill that with ice. Like, like that's, you know, it's split it, right? This that's is offensive line drills worth of beer. This is like a hundred and what? 58 pounds that one person has to hold. If you're going to do it together, like that's fucking insane. What does a two to one ice to can ratio mean? I don't understand that. That uh, means you're using twice as much ice as you are cans by volume volume Ooh. so like if you have nineteen thousand cubic volume cubic centimeters or volume or whatever we should be flipping that inches. equation around i feel like yeah. i'm close with my 440 if you're like stocking this like a man yeah yeah who uses that much ice? you're paying as much for like a used sonata for this cooler like i don't want to have to use like half as much ice as i had beer <laughs> Could yeah, you? isn't that the point of having a yeti because the ice lasts forever <laughs> could you, you buy imagine? dollar store ice could you imagine going going into like the local Jewel or Mariano's and being like, I need 316 pounds of ice? Is that could you even buy that? Like, where do you even buy that you buy that an, much ice? You need an industrial ice maker for sure, or like a commercial ice maker. You'd have to go oh to God. a restaurant or something. Yeah, I don't I'd know. Be, go ahead. Oh, as you say, I don't know if like up like around down down south and especially in like the charleston area they and i think i've seen them in austin they'll have these little kiosks that are drive up that just make ice okay so you can fill up your cooler i i I don't even know you probably couldn't even get 316 pounds of ice out of that thing no that's so much ice (laughs) (laughs) that's an offensive lineman worth of ice that's you would have to go to like a restaurant and like pay them like go early in the morning and say, I would like to buy you out of ice. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you have enough time today to make it up for the dinner rush. Typically I'm spending more money on ice than I am on the cheap ass beer that I'm (laughs) drinking anyway. So I think that the investment in a nicer cooler would mean I'm spending less money on ice and more on brews. Like, could you even bring this thing into a boat? You would need like a lift. Well, yeah. they they advertise too 
pretty Mac Jones looking men carrying this onto uh, mm. not not that large boat, not that large of a boat. I don't know if that's really the 350. Okay, we're uh, going out for a day cruise on the pontoon. Let's bring 250 <laughs> beer between the two of us. Between the two of us, it's just night drinking or uh, what is it? Night swimming in alcohol—a winning combination. <laughs> Department of Natural Resources, come and take it, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, toilet. So here it is. So these are two. These are two. These are two. Mac Jones looking. I bet you you are transporting a corpse. You are transporting a corpse if you're carrying the schooler. Telling you, it's big enough to like fit like whatever deep sea fishing thing you catch outside of like a great white shark, and you could fit it inside of that and keep it alive until you brought it back to shore. That's rad. This one's a whopper. Yeah, you know it. The space is never an issue. This is the granddaddy of all of our tundra coolers built for the anglers, hunters, guides, and pitmasters. Pitmasters <laughs> just guys who want to grill all day long. <laughs> I brought 259 beers, guys. Oh, my God. I invited 25 of my closest friends over to grill. By the way, we're all getting, like, capital D drunk. <laughs> and you are not allowed to go into the house and get a beer out of the refrigerator. You must get a beer out of this massive-ass cooler that oh, I filled up to the brim. I had to sell my refrigerator to buy this. <laughs> this is my refrigerator now. This is going to be the best bachelor party ever. Oh, man. Could wow. you vision us? So could you vision us floating down? What is it? The Pecos, <laughs> the Pecos River, with one of those things? Yeah, this would be my canoe. This would be the boat in which I float. <laughs> Just straddling that thing. <laughs> God, you are like. Yeah. I think like this is for the uber rich person who is so devoid of personality that their also rich wife has no idea what to get them. Oh, that's a good point. I think when we were talking about Chipotle and hot sauce being a personality trait, I think Yeti was a personality trait for a little while. Oh yes. It still is dude. And it's these guys in this picture who are like Yeti people. Like the people who like put a Yeti sticker on the back of their car, Hmm. which is, which actually a quick straw poll, which is worse putting a Yeti sticker on the back of your car or putting the Apple sticker that comes with your iPhone on the back of your <laughs> Oh my God. The Apple sticker by yeah, far. That's just, worse. Congrats, you have an iPhone. Oh, you must, oh, you must really love iPhotos, man. How much iCloud space do you have? Oh my God. Well, now I know if I ever need to transport 316 pounds of ice. 316 get... pounds of human flesh. I mean, ice. <laughs> I mean, ice. Ooh, wow. technology and features. Oh, wow. Here you go. Cool. Okay. Fat wall design. Okay. Well, um, if we're also talking about uh, things that you buy people who are devoid of personality, um, sports merchandise, um, always, uh, always a big hit. Um Hey, can I'm, we do a quick tease and take a break? Because I gotta take a capital D dump. Yeah, sure, we'll be do, right I back. Too. I do too. Oh, All nice right. energy. We're, we're, uh, our cycles are synced. We'll be right back. A friend at work who is an adult 
Disney fan, and it's just a little off-putting. It's tough, dude. I was telling Maddie because Maddie gave me my birthday present early. Oh, um, we're going on vacation, and she was like, "Where do you want to go?" And I was like, "I mean, I would literally go anywhere right now. I've only I'd go been anywhere with you, babe. I've been like four places since March 2020. I've been to, I've been to your place. I've been to Michigan, and I've been in my house." And that's like the four places that I've gone, like the entirety of the past year. So I was telling her, I'll go anywhere. I'll go to Seattle. I'll go to Portland. We can go to California. I'll, I'll go to Disney World. And I was like, wait, maybe not Disney World. That's a little <laughs> juvenile for my 30th birthday. I'm not sure that's how, how good that's going to look. Um, but we're going to the craziest possible place that we could have chosen. Terre Haute. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to Miami. Oh, when are you going? Uh, next weekend. Hell yeah, dude. Happy early 30th. Uh, thank you. We just you, did our dinner reservations tonight. Uh, Prime 112. Uh, is that the place? We're doing That's... seafood more so. Okay. Prime 112 um, is like a steak place, I think. Maybe it's a strip club. Maybe they're all strip clubs. I don't know. It's certainly possible. If it's been mentioned in a rap song or by an athlete ever, I probably can't go there. Are you going to buy yourself the uh, pink transition into baby blue jersey? It, I don't know if I can buy a Miami Heat jersey, man. I mean, I love that jersey so much, but I I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. It's an old bias. It's There's like no member of that team that's still left over except for Eric Spolstra, but uh, I just can't do it. Yeah, Maybe if I they had the black that. ones still. If they had the black ones then I would be like even more sweet when they were like, yeah, like 10 years ago, like those red jerseys just looked damper than regular jerseys. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. like shiny silver. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know exactly ones. what you're talking about. That's like, why they were the black ones. Cause the black ones were like sick and they were the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Like the all black or the one that like the black with like the red and white and yellow trim still. Yeah, exactly. Both of them were like much better than the red ones. Or, yeah, or I the love white when, ones too. When LeBron like embraced the villain thing and wore like the black face mask, like I kind of dug that, like him being the bad boy. But then like Disney LeBron came back and fucking Space Jam two and all that bullshit. Like, Does, no. is is that coming out this month? This um maybe this month. Zach probably knows Space Jam two. What's up? Space Jam two come out. Oh, not yet. June, maybe. I don't know. Who cares? I'm gonna protest. I'm not watching. It's gonna suck. I, the movie's not space. Space Jam regular was. It's it's fun to think about because it was a movie that came out when we were kids. But it's kind of bad. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't really like, think that's. I don't really think that's a take. Back me up on this, Luke. It's just there, nostalgia. There are like there are parts of it that are funny. There are parts of it that are funny. The soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Fire. So, the soundtrack is fire. There are parts of it that don't necessarily hold up. Um, the I, acting I, is terrible. Oh yeah, Wayne uh, Knight is like the best, best actor part. in the entire. Movie. Wayne Knight carries the load, and Bill Murray. Yeah, uh, Larry Bird is just like a vacuum in any scene in which he <laughs> appears. But that's what I like about it. Like I like at like. Like, yeah, I'm a freak athlete. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be a normal person. Like, I can't act. Like, you can't be good at everything, you know? 
Who are the, who are the, mon- who are the monsters again? It was, uh, it was uh, Patrick Ewing. Yep. Muggsy Bogues. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, Muggsy Bogues. It was um, uh, Charles Barkley. Yep. Oh, uh, is it Sean Bradley one? Yeah, big country. Yeah. That that was that's the weirdest one. That's the one that I think that's hardest to they explain needed, to kids like nowadays. Lanky, they need like a tall, lanky guy. Yeah, just get Larry Bird. He wasn't that far out of retirement at the point. <laughs> Who's the fifth? Oh, um, Isaiah Thomas. Wasn't it Gary Payton? No, yeah. it's not Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> it was it Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> Who were the five monsters in uh, Larry John? Larry Johnson. Mm, it was L- me? Oh wait, did you guys know they had names? Pound, uh, purple, pound, blue. Pound. Charles Barkley being named Pound is just perfect. <laughs> Luke, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. What do we got? Pound, bang, bang, not. not not yeah and awt yeah not like we have blanco blanco and then my favorite one is bupkis oh that's because uh, that's their numbers wait what oh wait or maybe it's because they're like little minions before they i thought they were all number zero yeah they're all number zero yeah i know so bupkis not what were the other ones? Oh, do they all mean zero? I think they all Blanco. might all go. Mean... Oh, they all mean zero. Bang? Uh, maybe not bang. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Bang and pound, maybe. I don't know. But bupkis zero or bupkis not and like whatever are all zero. Speaking speaking of numbers, can I segue into something really quick that yeah, go for um, it. Our, our dear friend Toilet will be interested in knowing? Mm-hmm. Do, do, have you read up on the new number change in the NFL, the rule change on numbers? Do you really want to just make me go zero to a hundred right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for the audience, for the audience, here's a brief synopsis. So if you know numbers in the NFL actually mean something, it's not like most other sports where you can just sort of pick whichever number you want. Like the number you wear determines eligibility and where you can line up on the line and whether you can, you know, receive a pass downfield and that sort of stuff. Right. Toilet distilled. Zach um, mansplains a number. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the, under the new rule, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends will be allowed to wear any number from one through 49 oh. in 80 through 89. The big deal is, uh, what I think, right? Single digits toilet. Isn't that the big deal? Because I think you could do, you could do double digit 10 to, couldn't you do 10 to 20 a, or no, 10 to 19? No. Isn't Tariq Cohen 10 or we 11? Talked, no, he's no. 29. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about the historical. Hold on. Hold on. Can I, can I finish this really quick too? Yeah. Defensive backs are now allowed to wear one through 49 and oh. linebackers linebackers have the option to wear one through 59 and 90 through 99. Give me Danny Trevathan 99 every day of the week. And also this is going to, I'm, I'm not going to know if I'm watching like the LSU tigers <laughs> or if I'm watching the Minnesota Vikings, when some like star middle linebacker is wearing number you know, one or number seven. 
Um, I have two thoughts. The first thought is it Go. mostly makes me disgusted to think that I agree with Tom Brady because he also doesn't want athletes to be able to change their numbers as much as they've been able to. And my second thought was, do you guys remember back in 2005, six, seven, when we talked about will Reggie Bush be allowed to wear number five in the pros? No, I don't remember that. That was like was that, a, that was like the sport, that. that like led Sports Center for like months. I mean, the Sports <laughs> Center was like obsessed with that USC team for that. That got them like a solid five years of content for sure. And that was like my prime time where I, as we said, like watched Sports Center four or five times in a yeah. row just to mm-hmm. see if anything changed from show to show. Um, and like, oh my god, he's such a transcendent college player. Will he be allowed to wear his? college number in their pros and it was like no no follow the rules that we have here and then he wasn't even that good of a pro anyway which you know was interesting but um yeah it makes me sad i feel like we're straying farther away from the um you know from god's light (laughs) from yeah like when football was football and we just ran the ball like the first thing we shouldn't have done was invent the forward pass like that (laughs) obviously was a was a wrong turn and i think this will be go down in history as the next wrong turn it was just Uh, it's not good i think the irony is that a bears quarterback attempted the first forward pass which it was all it was quite literally all downhill from there until this year baby yes um now we've leveled off (laughs) is is the purpose of this to make linebackers eligible receivers like I'm not really like understanding what is going on here. Or is there like an inherent marketability for having your star player be number two instead of number 56? I think it's Gen Z bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because it's color canceled the culture. Lines. <laughs> canceled it's it's non eligible numbers. It's because that fake Alabama fan who's going to follow Devonte Devonte Smith into the into the NFL is going to have to, you know, was going to have to get a new Jersey number because he went, what he was like, wasn't he 10 during? No. What was he toilet? Six. Thank you. So go from six to like, he has to be like 82 on whoever. If if you're number 81 as a wide receiver, I feel like that's a great number. I feel like that means that if you're 80 or 81, you're, you're catching balls. 80 was always my favorite number because of, uh, I think that was Jerry Rice's number. And that might've been, um, is that Randy Moss's number too? 84. Thank you. I did have, I, I, two for the first two jerseys I owned were, uh, Jerry Mm. Rice, 49ers, not a Jerry Rice Raiders Jersey. No. And a uh, Randy Moss uh, Vikings. Ew, a Vikings jersey. I I I mean, I wasn't. Were you really a Bears fan at ten? Uh, yeah, I was not. <laughs> I don't think I could have named anybody on the Bears at that point. Oh, man. and then I sadly became a Bears fan about twelve or thirteen. And My it's dad, all been downhill yeah. from there. It's all been like, like the forward pass. It's all been downhill from there. Really I'm glad to been. see. I'm glad to see Mitch is going to be wearing ten, though. I'm reading this article. I guess it's out in New York, um, and Mitch is going to wear ten oh, as really? backup. I he said he was wearing eight. No, he's going to wear. He's going to wear ten. I'm, he's, I'm proud. He's of a him. double digit guy. He's not a single digit guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a ten. You know, I mean, spin zone, Luke. Right? If he was on a, a, a European soccer team, he'd be the striker at ten. Right? Isn't that the number reserved for like the best player on the team? Attacking midfielder is yeah. number ten. There you go. Striker wears number nine. Okay, attacking midfielder. But I thought like usually the best player on the team wears ten, right? Yeah, that's right. Usually, okay. like that's like the Messi. most impactful player. Messi wears ten. 
Ronaldo. Ronaldo wears 11. Because uh, he played wing. It's weird. Because he's one better than Messi. Not the goat. Always. I, I'm a Ronaldo goat guy. It might be nine. I don't know. I'm not is, toilet. I, is I don't Ronaldo have... still good? Yes. He's still good. <laughs> is he ever going to not be good? I feel like he's been good at soccer the longest out of anybody who's been good. I feel like everybody else kind of comes and goes. Like, uh, is Didier Drogba still good? Didier Drogba is retired. He's oh. like a coach. <laughs> okay. I'm just still thinking about FIFA 2010. Um, that I was think... one of the GOAT games. Oh, sorry, Toilet. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, Luke, that was one of the GOAT games. I think, was that the first one that introduced the uh, freestyle kick, like, in the menu section? Like, when you, like, turn the game on and you oh. can just, like, dribble around and just kick and you're like, it's it was, like, the precursor to, I think it was a precursor to scrolling Netflix because you would just turn on your playstation and you would just free kick for 25 minutes and be like oh shit i guess i should start playing my career mode listeners this is the dangers of smoking marijuana you turn on your (laughs) tv and you play the fifa menu for 25 minutes straight i always used to i think i got it one time where i made a corner kick on that like like actually got it into the goal and i think that's that's what makes it all worth it Um, I was just going to say, I hope that um, Justin Fields wears number one because I think we have the best number one in the NFL with a very block, sharp-edged number one, and I think it would look really good on him. I think I he will. He is. I think he is. I think he got number one. Good. Good. Yeah, that's the that's the one where it's like it doesn't matter whoever has it right now on the team. Like you're giving that shit up. Um, I think was Cairo Santos number one, or is he with number two? I think he was number two. Um, Is there a double zero? Can you be double zero in the NFL? I don't don't think think you can be zero or double zero, no. That sucks. We're really missing out on a fat guy nose tackle double zero. Yeah, Santos is number two. Good. We're we're good to go, guys. Oh, wow. Do you guys know how tall Cairo Santos is? Six. Oh, short king. Probably uh, probably five, six. Oh, five, eight. Oh. So yeah, probably five six. Five eight with his cleats on. Wow. That's a, yeah, that was like uh when they would list Patrick Kane's height like early on in his career before he became like one of the goats and they'd always list him with his skates on. Also a callback to one of Zach's segments from a while ago. Um, you know, I saw Cairo Santos as a journeyman kicker. He's younger than all of us. He's 29. Yeah, I know, dude. That's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> he's 29. If 20 you asked me, I'd be like 36. Like yeah, he's exactly. only got like two more years left, maybe. <laughs> like, like I would have been like, oh, he's probably he probably started kicking when Robbie Gold came into the league, maybe give or take. He, he's had three knee surgeries. He's on his last <laughs> legs. Like, I don't know if we renew him. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, I think this whole segment started with Luke trying to talk about something on Facebook. Oh, so, fanatics! We got to go back can, to bad yeah, can fanatics. We, can we get back there? Yeah, we got yes, to we got land the pl- land the plane, as they would say. Okay, so recurring segment, uh, fanatics <laughs> merchandise. <laughs> Quite literally, is a recurring segment today. Uh, yeah, this is the third time I've all started <laughs> on this. We've been we've been edging this segment too. Our our, our producer James is just freaking out right now. Just try to get his... producer yeah. James, Hank, <laughs> the dog, <laughs> producer, producer Hank. 
producer Huck. No, producer producer Luke made himself a cocktail during the break time while you two were uh, evacuating. Um, so it's about to get litty up here during the editing. I will process. say toilet. I was surprised at how much faster you were at evacuating than me. I'm a fast pooper. I'm a fast shower. Um, yeah, I don't really linger on the toilet much. You I don't linger. like to linger on the toilet that much. I don't, I know not really. Okay. So the description of this item is you're an avid Detroit tigers fan and you love to flaunt it. Show the Detroit Tigers you support them by grabbing this Team Toppers rhinestone headband. It features bold Detroit Tigers graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies every time you rock this sweet. Oh gear. man! Oh man! I'm glad. I'm glad these graphics are bold. Um, Otherwise, I have no is, idea if, if Luke was a um, real fan or not. One hundred percent plastic. It features <laughs> embroidered graphics rhinestone embellishments one size fits most <laughs> it's officially licensed it is in fact imported zach would you like to describe this product for us yeah it's a um it's some kind of headband but the the hat is on the detroit tigers hat has a d and it's sort of rhinestone. i guess it's got rhinestones or fake rhinestones it's bedazzled for sure and it's slightly askew so it's like it, <laughs> it would definitely look really goofy if it was just straight on straight on top so it just look like someone was just wearing a super super small this wouldn't look goofy if, if an adult was wearing well, this slightly a scant slightly 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 askew it it, it it looks little you know maybe sassy like uh I, I got a little attitude with my Detroit Tigers fandom. Price is oh, right too. Like you're a street tough in a Looney Tunes cartoon who has like the <laughs> tiny pork pie hat on your head. <laughs> uh, they have one of these for every team, by the way. Uh, just in case you were wondering, like, could we produce like something more wasteful out of plastic? Gentlemen, I present the Detroit Tigers women's team toppers rhinestone headband in blue. Um, they also have ones that don't have rhinestones in them. But of course, you got to flex for the ladies, right? Wow, this is just just absolutely terrible. Oh, this uh, toilet, if you if you were a. Uh... If you were a fan of the Detroit Tigers, there's a nice looking uh there's a nice looking uh Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I was looking at the pets section. I then clicked on um the camouflage gear section. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I've I've been in the hunt for a Montgomery Biscuits hat for a long time, and I've never <laughs> been able to pull the trigger. Um it's basically like a smiling biscuit that has a pad of butter for a tongue oh yeah um which is very cute to me um but 40 dollars for a flat brimmed hat seems a little excessive oh dude the, are, are you in the market for a dog bed they have dog beds that look like that are like replicas of stadiums hmm. so Wait, actually hang- you mind sending me one of those yeah, because that was the other one too. Um, they are a little oh. goofy. Why does it keep auto? Stop auto correcting the Los Angeles Dodgers every time I hit the letter D. 
Uh, I'm gonna have maybe Los have to send this letter. Doyers. Later. Wasn't um isn't the baseball team in the Simpsons the Springfield Isotopes? That is yes. correct. There's also the Albuquerque Isotopes, which that's is what an I actual just team. Search. Yeah. If and you that's... search dog beds, by the way, you get like no less than like 15 results for Georgia and Mississippi State themed comforters. Let's go. Mm. Dog beds, get it? D A W G. Dog beds. Oh, By these the way, are these are one hundred and nineteen dollars. Holy yeah, shit! Man. The dog, the dog market, the dog industry is 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 the prices are out of control. And coincidentally, which, you could get a Georgia Bulldogs dog bed. Not not betting for you, but can, a bed for your dog. Can I just at that price? Dog. Can I just go get a Georgia Bulldog? This Absolutely one- not. You want to know how much one of those bulldogs costs? Oh, it's probably a dog ridiculous. out of the Ugga bloodline. Um, can, can speaking of prices, really quick, can we notice how the market for fidget spinners has just tanked? This oh, no. fidget spinner is on sale for a dollar and fifty cents. Like you can, you can buy, you can actually buy an officially licensed piece of of merchandise that has you know you have to pay the MLB a certain fee. For every time you know you, you sell one of these, you're actually selling it for a dollar and fifty cents to the consumer. Do you remember when these were fucking everywhere? I still have a couple on my desk, I think. I'm sure. But oh, I got I them at like at work. They were just like laying around sometimes. I never purchased a fidget spinner. <laughs> you 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 were actually paid in fidget spinners for one quarter. <laughs> uh, that's not so far off. <laughs> fidget spinners and Kashi Golene Crunch. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. But I would go, I'd get a I'd get a dog bed replica of Wrigley Field for uh for Hattie. Like it's in the shape of Wrigley Field. I think so. I, I would only do it if it had an actual working scoreboard <laughs> that played Pearl Jam. <laughs> uh, uh, Luke, I've just opened up the link, and this is this is great. I, I, it would be awesome if, like, on both sides, they put like little hedges for the dog. You know, get it like between the hedges. Yeah, absolutely. Get it. Get they it. don't have one for Wrigley Field. That is a missed op. I get it, Zach. That is a missed opportunity. Well, I, well, I guess a, a, a baseball stadium would be harder for a dog because the football stadiums are ovals and most dog beds are ovals and you can fit a dog lengthwise. But I think it'd be kind of hard to get a baseball stadium because you just have to have your dog like basically would just have to sleep on like their ass on home plate and their nose on the center field. Wall. I have I've never wanted more for a website to have like pictures of customers like using and wearing <laughs> this merchandise than I have on fanatics.com because they have just like some of the stupidest stuff on here. And I was like, I really want to know who buys this. You can get a Duke Blue Devils replica dog bed for $140. Cameron Crazy's brother. Oh, oh my god, dude. Wait, hold on a second. If you don't get this for Cliff Huxtable, you're out of your mind. Look at this dog bed. I, I picked the first one I found, but <laughs> I feel like this is an essential component of any <laughs> adult home. <laughs> Toilet, what are we looking at? Um, I clicked on my alma mater, and um, they had a section called rompers. <laughs> uh, do they have one in toilet size? Um, they do. Here is uh, 
please. Oh my God, please, please, please. Uh, oh, just oh, kidding. that's an uh, oh, it's for infants. Oh no, it's not a bummer. I got really yeah. excited. That's a shame. I was hoping there there would be like a romp him for adult toilets. Yeah, I was trying to find the most obscure item on fanatics.com and I feel like I got close, but no cigar. All right, take a look at what I just uh, threw in the group chat there and okay, tell me okay. that you don't want one of these for your own home for only Ooh. $65. Ooh. Plush pet nap cap dog bed. So it's Describe in the shape it of a giant. So it's in the shape of a giant flat-brimmed hat. <laughs> um, but so the front is the normal. You got the brim, which I feel like would be a giant obstacle in your home. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> a giant brim of a hat sticking it out of a corner, and then uh, as if this was a snapback, where there's the hole um, where you have the adjustable strap. You have a giant hole that a looks like. 25 pound English bulldog could walk into and out of. Yeah, that's about right. It might come in different sizes too. Hmm. Hey, Luke, I have something. I have a, a, a bears related thing for you. So I know how much you love to cook and you yes. spend a lot of time in the kitchen. And I think you actually would get some real utility out of this. Oh, wow. Zach just sent me a link to <laughs> Chicago Bears four-piece stainless steel steak knife set. <laughs> if I ever put these on my dinner table, you are actually allowed to stab me with one of them <laughs> and Harry carry Luke for like extreme lack of tact and taste. Those are hideous. Oh. Toilet, do you know my parents still use the Cutco knives that you sold to them when you were in high school? Oh, oh my man. God, bleep. I forgot I forgot you did Cutco toilet. Bleep that out. Toilet falls for a scam. <laughs> they're, great, they're great steak knives, honestly. They are great they're, steak knives. That, that's a quality set of steak knives. I would go out and buy them like right now if I didn't have the set already. Um, did you guys see the related items down there below the steak knives is a grill bucket? Yeah, is that just like charcoal like is that like the hobo fire of grills yeah it's basically a bucket with a uh like a grill uh, i feel like that is so ideal for a tailgate though like i shit on it at first but now i'm like coming around to it as the wheels are spinning you kind of digging it well i don't know like have you ever tried to use like a smoky joe at a tailgate like those things are like dangerous where i feel like a bucket you just like sort of dump it out you know that it's empty and you're not going to throw a grill full of hot coals in the back of your truck <laughs> oh i saw at a brewer's game one time somebody put coals under the front of their car and oh my uh the resulting um uh like like damage was pretty bad i mean like, they basically lost the whole front section of their car uh, mm. toilet okay this is the last one i promise but <laughs> i want you to get this for your this is the missing word art that you need for your kitchen i'll read it Dude, i'm telling house. you this this website is such a rabbit hole because you think like okay they can't possibly make officially licensed merchandise out of this thing and then every time it's a surprise um so this is an Jesus item christ called <laughs> personalized <laughs> 11 inch by 19 inch in it's the this size house of a piece of notebook. 
in this house ships free too by the way um in this house new line new font the toilet family new font cursive loves all caps hugs new font laughs together new font cursive dreams big new font maybe courier is grateful but it's in all lowercase all lowercase new line new font like a like a showstopper font like the mar the marquee the marquee has fun all caps uh new font new line all caps bold cheers for the bears <laughs> wow this sign is a lie <laughs> this sign is forty dollars <laughs> I, oh my God. Graphic design is my passion. There is no way that that last statement is at all congruous with the rest of <laughs> the sign. No one who cheers for the bears has fun, is grateful, or dreams big. Can any, can they have put an and in here? Like, was there no room for an and? <laughs> Could you have put has fun and cheers for the bears? Like, none of this makes grammatic. There's a comma oh my God, after I missed loves. that entirely. I, I like implied it in my mind. It says the toilet family loves comma. And that's the only, that's the last piece of um, uh, punctuation. For yeah, punctuation. punctuation in this whole piece. So they have acknowledged that punctuation exists, but they refuse to use. No, I, I actually think right? it is correct because it's like trying to establish a separate clause. It doesn't include a semicolon, <laughs> but it's saying that you do all these things. You love, hug, and laugh together. You dream big. You are Whoa. grateful. You have fun. Entirely separate thought. But like, other than that, you also have to cheer for the bears. And that's your penance. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, I just typed in, uh, you can personalize this item and you can type in the name. And I typed in toilet. And it said, we are unable to customize this item with the text <laughs> you've entered. Try, yeah, try sextin. I, I also like how it, uh, in the sample, it just says the name family. <laughs> Ooh, sextin is, a, is okay. Um, wow. That's... Uh, there, I've, I've found, I found some more. Uh, there's, there's another one that just like on that same style of dis fa like faux distressed wood, it, it just has a big orange c and then it just says masks with hooks for your masks oh, oh wow. that's that's a piece of uh home decor that i'm i'm sure is going to uh you know have Stand a significant lot longevity this one okay i'm gonna send you okay sorry not to get off but this one's even worse like look at the look at the grammar on this one there's like a full pause between there's like a full pause in this one in the last and the last thought. Okay, guys, I feel like there's a market here that you, the three of us could do this and we could actually make some signs like this that would act, that would, we could put subtle messages in there about sports and we could sell these to suburban women of the Northwest suburbs. Oh, this one's only $21. Yeah, but okay. So you read this. So this one says in this house, in this house, we love hug, laugh a lot, dream big, are grateful have fun cheer and then oh okay never mind i'm an idiot it's the doorknob but it looks really bad because it looks like it says cheer and then stop for bears 
Yeah, Cheer. that's that's really bad typography. Also, like, do we really need to have a door handle on there to like let us know that it's a door? It's just like a black rectangular outline on a distressed like navy blue house. In in what like universe are wives allowing husbands to put officially licensed merchandise that looks like this in a room that isn't like just that guy's designated room of the house. Um, I feel like this is what the out-of-touch wife buys for their husband to convince them that they don't hate sports. Uh, that's a good. That's good. That's 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 it. That's that's the market toilet. It's toilet. You've done it again. <laughs> that man, he's done it again. I actually kind of. I actually might get this though for my for my man cave. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Ban- a man cave banner is the title of this. <laughs> item it's just a it's just a banner that's you, you, a banner man that cave. says man cave with a bears logo and costs forty dollars <laughs> a yep. fool and his money <laughs> zach oh do you guys see the picture the third picture there they've got oh uh, oh uh, exposed brick yep a leather sofa it looks like it looks like they've got two homemade that chair beers. costs two thousand five hundred dollars and you're gonna pair it with your forty dollar man cave banner <laughs> They've got two pictures. Uh, one picture looks like uh, it's a, a football helmet with a ball. We've got and a cleat. Um, I think one, two. Th- we've got two running backs. Yeah, we got toilet, no, toilet. What's the break down What's the offense? The play? Play? Well, okay, got- so it looks like the quarterback is going. There's, I don't even know what it is. It's like a pistol formation. No, he's under center. There's two running backs, so we're in twenty personnel. Two running backs, no. Tight end. It looks like he's handing it off, though. Although they have routes drawn for the receivers, they have a but they have a route drawn for the quarterback too. He's yeah, supposed he's, to he's supposed to go out to the no, sideline the and then go first. There's no blocking scheme, which is great. No one, <laughs> no one needs to block on this play. And this is the boys' breakdown stock image football plays. All right, I think. I think that's it, guys. We've reached the end of the internet. That is the last page of the internet right there. All right, lads. I love you. I've been love told you guys. Wait until the perfect time by people who have been defined by skip spots in line. Don't you wanna go away?